Dating. Everybody says it sucks. <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to talk about dating, how to enjoy it, how to be successful at it, how to do it the right way, protect yourself and your emotions, and more. Stay tuned. Hello, it's Timmy here to talk to you about dating. So how's it going? <laughs> you know, I, I work as a date coach here in Kansas City and spend a lot of time with uh, singles as they commiserate uh, the dating world. And I get it. I'm, I'm 51. I'm single, uh, recently divorced. And uh, I can understand the sentiment. Um, though I always find that hate's a strong word, so I, I can't say that I, I hate dating. Um, but I think I have a few tips and tricks and things you can do to help protect yourself and to, uh, set some boundaries and so forth. So let's talk about, let's talk about what, what leads to not only a successful dating life, but an enjoyable dating life. I mean, that's really to me, more of the issue. It's, you know, when we think of successful dating life, people think of, well, then you, you meet your soulmate and then you get married and then that's successful. Well, the reality is, I mean, you can have a successful dating life without it leading to an engagement and marriage just yet. I mean, if that's your goal, then eventually that, that could and should happen. But how to enjoy the journey, that's really what it's all about, right? It's enjoying the journey. It's not about, you know, life's not a destination. It's a journey. We got to enjoy the journey. I mean, that's 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 true. That's accurate. <laughs> and I think most people would, would uh, agree that dating should be enjoyable, though many find that it's not. So I'm just going to throw out some things. I, I actually took some notes. Um, with my thoughts this morning, I was just, I had a, my brain, the way my brain works, I just get all this stuff like rapid fire in my head. So I, I grabbed my little, my little journal and wrote down some stuff. So how to have fun dating, how to, how to enjoy it. Okay. How to enjoy it. So number one, I think to enjoy dating, uh, it, it really starts with your attitude. What's, what's your attitude around dating? Um, you can't be a negative Nancy or a negative Ned and, and find dating fun because dating is a challenge. Anything in, anything in life worth doing, I think it, it's a challenge. It's, you know, it's, it, it's got its obstacles. It's got its difficult places. It's got its frustrations. It's, it's of course. So that's, I think that's part and parcel to life in, in general, but, uh, I think dating can be fun. I think that we can actually enjoy it, uh, but we have to set some parameters. But let's start with number one. Number one is you got to you got to decide that you're going to like it, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Like you got to decide, and when you decide that you're going to have fun and have a good attitude, what that means is like you're setting the precedent, you're setting the expectation of no matter what. I'm going to have a good attitude. If I get ghosted, I'm going to have a good attitude about it. If I get stood up, 
I'm going to have a good attitude about it. If, if someone breaks up with me, I'm going to have a good attitude about it. It, it, it really, honestly, to, to have fun dating and to enjoy dating, that's the only point that I would even need to talk about. To be honest, I could just end the podcast right now in this particular episode. And, and that information alone could turn a, a bad, terrible, sucky <laughs> dating life into a good one by simply adjusting your attitude. So there's that because, you know, let's be honest, right? Misery loves company. And unfortunately when, when we are single and we're having a bad time with it, or we've been ghosted or stood up or whatever's happened, you know, we feel like I did this, this, and this, and, blah, blah, blah. and then we, you know, we, we commiserate with others and then they say, yeah, me too. And this is sucks. And all guys are jerks and all women are. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that that's definitely not going to help your attitude towards, towards dating. Um, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, I, I am single and, and I'm an older single. So I'm, I'm 51 and I'm in the dating world and yeah, no doubt about it. There's obstacles, there's frustrations, there's heartache, there's, um, oh my gosh, so much, so much, uh, of, of course, but your attitude about it is, is what makes the difference. Um, for the most part, I mean, I think it's fine. I'm having fun. And, and when I say that, you know, of course, as a guy, right. People are like, Oh, I bet you're having fun. <laughs> and no, to be honest with you, that's, that's here. I am. I'm recording this on a, on a Friday night and uh, uh, I don't have any plans for tonight. I'm not going to do anything. Matter of fact, one of my buddies might come over and, and uh, we might walk across the street and, and grab a, grab a drink or something, but uh, that's it. So uh, nothing too exciting, but, um, I think the process of, of the chase and of dating and, and meeting new people, um, is fun. So, so that there's that number one, develop a good attitude, have a good attitude about it because here, look, here's the thing though, right? The reason I'm saying just decide, because if you're going to date, then you might as well decide to have a good time like that. that I mean, that's just it. Like if, if, if you're single, and you want to be with someone eventually, then the process for that happening is dating. Like it's on one hand, I guess I'd like, it's a necessary, it's a necessary step. I was going to say it's a necessary evil, but that's, that's a negative thought, right? It, it's a necessary part of the journey. It's like, if you want to run a marathon and then you hate running, <laughs> it's like, okay, if you want to run a marathon, you got to run like that's part of it. So Number one, develop a positive attitude around dating. Number two, get better at it. Get, you got to get better at it. Dating is a skill and it can be, um, you can learn and, and do better at it, right? It's a skill. And matter of fact, think about this. Anything in life, when you learn to do it better, it's better, right? It, it's like, I'm not a golfer but I have friends that golf and the better you get at golf, the more enjoyable golf is. It's the same thing with dating that the better you get at dating, the more you'll enjoy it. Now that doesn't mean now that I'm just going to tell you the better you get at it does not mean that you will then never be ghosted. You'll never be dumped. You'll never like that. That's not the case. Now I would say that it would happen less frequently um, because you're doing it better. You're smarter, right? You're being more strategic and I'll talk more about some of those things here in just a minute. So get better at it. 
Number three, you got to respect and honor yourself. Uh, one of the things that I've, I often teach in, in date coaching sessions when I'm working with singles is being able to, to respect yourself and to honor yourself and to have a set of boundaries to, to protect yourself. And whatever those are, whatever those are, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've met with guys or girls where the girl has been like, you know, I, I was so dumb. I mean, I slept with them on the first date. I told myself I wouldn't do it, but I did it anyway. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they're, they're, so they, they, they violated one of their rules or one of their boundaries and therefore they're suffering heartache because of it. Well, of course. Uh, same thing with guys. I've had guys be like, yeah, the first day I took her out, did this, bought dinner, got flowers, did it. And then she ghosted me. I never heard from her again. I'm like, well, guys, <laughs> you know, if you listen to my teaching, I've always said first dates, don't spend money. <laughs> like first dates are casual. First dates are a coffee or a tea or whatever. First dates are, um, a drink. Uh, matter of fact, I, I, I uh, and I've learned this the hard way, but I uh, set up a date for um, next week. And this, uh, this person, I said, Hey, do you want to just grab coffee or you, just, da, 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 you know, just to meet and get, you know, get just a meet and greet kind of a thing. Let's meet and greet. And she wasn't free any other time, but then uh, whatever it was like a Wednesday night, and I said, what? She goes, and she said, I don't do coffee that late. And I said, that's fine. I said, we can, we can do one drink, one drink. And, and that's literally what it will be. I will order a glass of wine and she'll order whatever she's going to order and I'll pay the tab and close it. Like, that's it. Like it's one drink, you know? And so that's fine, but you just got to be able to set those boundaries and, and stick to them and, and not violate your own boundary. So that that's, that's between you and yourself. I mean, you got to just figure that out. You got to, how, how can I respect myself? How can I honor myself? Um, you know, what boundaries need to be, uh, in place to protect my heart. And that's an important piece in, in dating is, is, is you got to protect your heart. Um, because this, honestly, guys, no one else is going to do that. No one else is going to protect your heart. Not as much as the, you will, right? And hopefully you'll meet someone that's so awesome that they also would want to protect your heart. But um, that's an important piece. That's an important piece. And also, I, you know, you can let your boundaries be known up front. I mean, you know, when you go on a, on a, on a date with somebody, you could say, hey, just so you know. You know, I, I'm not going to go home with you on the first date or I'm not going to, you know, whatever like that. That's okay to mention as long as you don't mention it kind of like in a snooty way. Uh, but if that topic comes up, you can just clearly communicate what your boundaries are. And the important thing is, is that you honor yourself by sticking to your boundaries. All right. Number four, we're talking about how to enjoy dating. Number four, uh, don't gloss over red flags. I can't tell you how many people, um, waste their time with the wrong person. Um, now, sometimes it takes time to, to figure that out, right? Or sometimes it's not the wrong person. It's just the wrong time. Or there needs to be more space between you and the other person that maybe, you know, maybe you are a good fit. 
but you're still on a healing journey or they're still on a healing journey, or you just need some space to kind of collect yourself. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of relationships and unfortunately not too often do both people recognize the other one's not the right one for them. Uh, very, very rare. Or do both realize, Hey, we're still on a healing journey. Um, let's, let's go a different path. Oftentimes in, in most relationships, you know, one person is recognizing that and the other person is caught off guard or hurt or offended or upset or whatever. Um, but the reality is it doesn't matter about the other person, to be honest. <laughs> like it doesn't matter if that person in your mind is not the right one for you. It doesn't matter what they think about you. It doesn't matter if they think that you're the one, if, if you don't feel that they're the one, or if you need space or if you need distance, then be man or woman enough to, to just do that. And I, again, working as a coach, I can't tell you the number of people that, that I've dealt with. It's like, well, I knew that when I first met her, or I, I didn't like that when I first, or that was a red flag, but I just, you know, <laughs> I just overlooked it. And we do that for so many reasons, right? It could be because we're, we're lonely. It's because we, you know, we like, we like the sex or we, whatever. I mean, there could be a million different reasons why, uh, we don't do what we know we should do. Um, but we need to really be in tune with our, with our inner self. And, and when we know someone is not the right person, it needs to be a pretty quick decision to, to let them know that, or to not, you have to let them know that you're not the one for me by, uh, but just to be, you know, to end it, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to put it, like to just say, Hey, listen, I enjoyed it, but I'm not feeling it, whatever. And then I want to say this because I've, I've heard this feedback too. When someone gives you that feedback, be gracious, you know, be gracious. When I hear, when I hear people that, that have, you know, broke up with someone or tell someone, Hey, I'm just not feeling it. And that person reacts in, in, in anger. I'll be honest, guys. I, I, I literally don't understand that. I do like my mind cannot wrap around. If I was dating a girl and, and she said, Hey, like, I, I just, I can't do this anymore. I'm just not feeling it. I cannot, I can't think of a circumstance where that would make me berate her, call her names, get mad, get pissed off. Yeah. Hurt. Well, of course, of course I'd be a little hurt if I, especially if I really liked her, of course it would be a little hurtful, but I would be kind, uh, you know, again, I would want, I would, I teach and believe treat others as you would want to be treated. You know, if I wasn't feeling it with a girl and, and I told her I would want her to be gracious to me and not yell at me and call me an asshole or whatever. Like I'd want her to be sweet about it too. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess it's the golden rule, you know, it's like, I would want them to be nice to me if I was breaking up with them. So of course I'm going to be nice to them when they break up with me. So, you know, I know that we get our butt hurt and we get a whatever, but like, guys, we got to be more mature than that. Like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be more mature for sure. All right. Seek a coach, right? 
I, if you're in Kansas City or if you're hearing this podcast from anywhere, I mean, I, I can do FaceTime or Skype or whatever. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of great coaches out there. Uh, I'd be just one of them, I guess. Or, yeah, I guess I'm a decent one. <laughs> I'm trying to be humble here. Um, yeah, I mean, seek out, seek out a coach that can kind of give you feedback, give you thoughts and give you ideas and kind of help you. You know, here's what's wild or here's what's helpful about a coach it's it's like a weight trainer you know it's like when you're wanting to work out of the gym of course you can go in and lift weights and do your own stuff of course it's i mean most people know how to somewhat generically lift weights and work out it just depends on what kind of results you're, you want or if you're getting right if you're not getting the results that you want then clearly it would be it'd behoove you to to seek out some help uh and get some advice uh, from someone, of course, absolutely. Uh, to, to not be, and not, you know, not let pride get in the way and let pride, you know, keep you from, uh, getting help, getting some assistance. So yeah, I would, I would highly recommend that for sure. All right. Number six, uh, get out and about, you know, if you, if you want to enjoy dating, then you got to get out and do it. And I don't know whether you're, you're, doing online dating or not. Um, I know it's, it's fascinating. That's a fascinating world for sure. Uh, online dating is not, not, not my, not my favorite thing. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that, you know, I think it's important to, um, to get out and get, get out and around other people and to, to learn and to grow and to, to, um, you know, make yourself available, um, and, uh, do whatever you can, um, to, to meet new people. Um, sorry, I'm actually, (laughs) the reason I was like him hawing around at my, my son was texting me and needed uh, needs a ride. And so this text caught me off guard. I'm like, Oh crap, he needs a ride, but not till a little bit later. So anyway, sorry. And I don't, I don't edit these podcasts. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, I think it's important to get out and about, you know, make, if you, if you work a lot, you know, especially if you're, if you're a single parent, so you work, you come home, you take care of the kids. And if you have a furry animal, you take care of that. And, you know, some people don't have a lot of time to get out and about they, you know, they're, they're, so I, I get it. I mean, I, I think that's what the benefit of online dating is, is that if you are cooped up in the house, you have some kind of interaction and some kind of opportunity to meet other people and have conversation. Of course, there's social media for that. There's Instagram, there's, you know, Facebook and all the other platforms out there that, that you can meet people. I've, I've, met a lot of people that said they met through Facebook or met on Instagram or whatever. Um, cause I know that online dating can be really challenging. I I've, I've personally just like personally, I've never done any of the, like the online, like, uh, like I've done like Tinder, Bumble, uh, hinge. Um, I haven't done some of the other ones, but there's like other ones. I don't even know what they are, but there's other ones I know. Um, but I've never done like the, the paid uh, match or eHarmony or whatever else is out there, but I've heard good things. I, I've, you know, I, I do weddings for a living. That's kind of my day job. And I've met a lot of couples that when I say, Hey, so how'd you guys meet? 
like eHarmony or Match or <laughs> whatever. So I, I know those things work, and I know that you know that that obviously to 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 get a higher quality um, experience, I think the paid sites or at least at least from what I it's funny I've heard this from some people and some people I've heard the opposite. It just depends. You know, some people have a good experience online. Some people don't have a good experience online. You know, I think a lot, a lot of it has to do again, a bit about how you play the, how you play the game, you know, cause dating is a game. And so you got to play by the rules. You got to engage. You got to, you know, if you're doing online, you got to do the swiping, you got to do the reading, you got to do the profile. I mean, you got to have good pictures. I mean, all that stuff is just part of it. And, you know, if you're single and if you'd like to meet someone and if that process is through dating, then, I mean, you, that's, you just got to find a way that works for you. You got to find what works for you and you just got to do it. Um, a couple things just to, to that I, I think are important to, to think about, um, when you're looking for someone you're, you shouldn't be look. are we, I'm single too, so we shouldn't be looking for someone to complete us. Uh, I teach that it's not so much about finding the right person as it is about being the right person. I think that's the most important piece is working on yourself, you know, doing that self-discovery, self, um, you know, the, the development, the growth, personal development, whatever that is, you know, the, like, I think that's an important piece, especially if you've been divorced, like, like myself, I got divorced last year. Um, and it, you know, I'm still on a healing journey, even to this, even now, uh, I think that we're probably all on a healing journey for our whole lives for the most part, but you know, you need to find out what are you ready for? I think being able to be honest with yourself. I mean, the reality is we don't want to be alone. Uh, most people, again, I can't speak for everybody, but most people, you know, like companionship, they like partnership, uh, they like intimacy. And so, you know, they, they think they're ready sooner than they maybe are. Um, and sometimes they are ready. Um, and it's just, I mean, it, it, no one knows, but you, right. No one really knows if, if they're ready, but themselves, and you really don't know it until you kind of get out there. And so I'm a, I'm a little bit more of the mindset of what are you ready for? Are you only ready for casual? Are you only ready for friendship? Are you only ready for uh, whatever? Like whatever you're ready for, just be honest about it. That's that's a big piece to enjoying dating is honesty. Be open. Be honest. Be forthright. Um I have found that to be one of the biggest assets, I guess, or the biggest pluses, our biggest helpful thing for me in the dating process is just being honest, you know, letting people know, Hey, I've just recently divorced, so I'm not looking for anything serious. Um, you know, whatever, like just being honest. And I, I, I really, again, my experience has been people appreciate honesty and, um, uh, so definitely, you, you definitely want to be uh, as honest, uh, forthright, and not looking for someone to complete you. That's why it's important to do, you know, to, to do that healing journey. I know that, um, actually, I started this process before my divorce was actually final, but I had 
done a total of like eight. Eh, actually, it was more than that, but I say eight. It was really more like 10 months. But and in fact, I'm, I'm still in counseling. Um, I don't go near as frequently as I, I did back during this uh, when it was still fresh. Um, but I, you know, I, I still go to counseling to kind of just process through and to work through stuff. Um, but back when I first was going through the divorce and the separation, I was in intense counseling and really doing the, the hard work of digging deep into my soul to, to speed up the healing process, uh, not to make it turn, you know, like, yeah, I'm not getting married this year. I know that for sure. Um, you know, it's not, I don't have that, that, uh, desire right at this moment. And so I would assume anyone going through a divorce, you know, you're not looking to go jump into marriage real quick, but being able to identify what you're ready for and to be able to be honest about it with whoever you're, you know, dating or whoever you're meeting to just be honest about your journey and where you're at. And, uh, I think people respect that. It seems that people really respect that. But when you're when you're dating and you're really still hurting, I think it, that's when it, you're in danger of of looking to someone to complete you. It's like something's missing from your life, and so you need someone to fill that gap. That's definitely a very unhealthy thing. I definitely don't recommend that. Um, that that never turns out right. Never turns out right. Not a good deal. Uh, be open-minded, you know, in the dating process, variety is good. I, I've taught this for, for many, many years, actually. Sometimes we think we have a type. Well, I only like guys that, you know, wear cowboy hats and cowboy boots. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, like, if that's what you like, that's what you like. It, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, maybe you could try a guy that wears khakis, you know, maybe, right? Or girls that are like, I like guys with beards, you know, could you maybe date a guy without a beard, you know? Um, and and I'm, again, not that you have to, but you kind of don't know what you like until you experience it. That's, that's what I've learned. I've learned that there are um, surprises behind every door that we don't know we like something until it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't know you like it until you experience it. And I know I've had that happen. I've had that happen um, in, in my limited dating experience as of late. There have been things that I'm like, huh, I didn't know I liked that, but I do. Or I didn't know that that would mean anything to me, but it did. So, you know, you really don't know in, until you know or until you experience it. So I would think one of the things that it's important to really enjoy dating is to allow for variety and be a little bit open-minded. All right. A couple more things, you know, it's important to lighten up. Don't be so serious. Don't take yourself so serious. Don't get so butthurt about stuff. Um, that's an important piece, you know, well, he didn't text me back. It's like, it does. Okay. Like, is it really that big of a deal? Right. I mean, is it, is it really that big of a deal? Like, do you need to post on Facebook about that? All right. And then the last one, is listen. You can learn a lot from listening, right? When we talk, we only learn, well, we learn nothing because we already know everything we're saying. <laughs> but when we listen, we can learn new things. So it's important that when you're, when you are dating, receive feedback, right? Even if it's not the best feedback you've ever heard, like it's okay. It's okay. Not all feedback is, is going to be 
positive, but all feedback is helpful, right? All feedback is helpful. Now, some, you know, it's, what's that phrase? Eat the hay and spit out the stubble. Not all feedback is going to be accurate. Okay, let me be clear. Not all feedback is accurate, but I believe all feedback is helpful for here's why. Maybe someone gives you some feedback and you don't like it. You don't like to hear it. You don't like to know that you have a flaw, but it's good for you to know, right? It's good for you to know that you come across that way. You know, I, I have received <laughs> unsolicited feedback <laughs> all throughout my life. Recently received some, some unsolicited feedback and as much as I, as much as it makes me uncomfortable, as much as it makes me um, unhappy, or as much as it um, hurts my feelings, whatever, all that's immaterial. Feedback is feedback, and if you can get over the the hurt, get over the the pain, get over the the shock of it, and really look at it and say, what is in this feedback that I can learn from or glean from or be better for, or as a result of that's an important piece in this journey of life. And if you really want to have fun dating, then lighten up, get a good attitude, get a positive attitude about it. Just set your expectations to it's going to be what it is whether it's a great date or a not so great date, I'm going to learn something, right? No matter what, if it's a good one or if it's a bad one, I'm going to learn something. Secondly, or thirdly, or secondly, get better at it, right? Skills, learn the skills of dating. Number three, respect and honor yourself, set boundaries and don't violate your boundaries. Fourth, Don't gloss over red flags. If it's a red flag, jump ship. Number five, seek a coach. Number six, get out and about, live life, have fun, make friends. Maybe you'll find love. Guys, blessings and good luck out there.